Thanks for stopping by to listen to Northern Ag Network On Demand. We've enjoyed being able to provide these programs on more platforms and appreciate you taking the time to listen. This report is brought to you by Montana Fish, Wildlife, and Parks, who would like to remind hunters that respecting private landowners and the access they provide is more important than ever. Positive relationships between hunters and landowners impacts all recreationists. It's up to us. Respect access, protect the hunt. Now time for the report. Hello, everyone. Brett McRae here with your morning market report on the Northern Ag Network. Yesterday, American Crystal Sugar Company, headquartered in Moorhead, Minnesota, announced that it will close operations at the Sydney Sugars Beet Sugar Factory in eastern Montana, beginning closure procedures on April 14th. In a press release, the company said that an ongoing insufficient supply of sugar beets from local growers has rendered the nearly 100-year-old plant financially unsustainable. CEO Steve Rosenthal said with only 19,500 acres of sugar beets offered in the region for the coming spring, the Sydney operation is currently unprofitable. American Crystal, which is a cooperative owned by growers in the Red River Valley, purchased the Sydney factory in 2002, where it has typically employed a total of 300 workers. Rancher and former sugar beet grower in the area, Jim Steinbeiser, talks about why his family stopped growing the crop. That relationship just was never as good as, as what we had for whatever reason. Their mentality was certainly different. Continuous, every year, contract year, for the last many years, it's always been down. Pay less, pay less, pay less. Well, that worked for a while when GMO beets came out and we were able to put less labor into the beets um, and got higher yield. So, so that worked, but with continuous lower contracts, Eventually, that caught up with us and them, and, and um, it just made no sense to, to raise them anymore. Jim says while he's disappointed to see the factory close, he's optimistic about new agricultural opportunities for the facility and the region. Yes, this is bad news, absolutely. It's a end of an era, um, but with that, it brings new opportunities, and I think we have a bright future. Just don't know exactly what it'll look like yet. More ag news? After this, farmers and ranchers work hard no matter the season. So BNSF never stops working for Montana's farmers and ranchers. Each winter, we face high winds and drifting snow. BNSF takes extra precaution to ensure freight is delivered safely to destination. We prepare for every storm with equipment positioning, people, and resource coverage. A heartfelt thank you to our crews who work tirelessly and relentlessly to move Montana's high-quality products no matter the season. This is BNSF. Farmers and ranchers work hard, no matter the season. So BNSF never stops working for Montana's farmers and ranchers. Each winter, we face high winds and drifting snow. BNSF takes extra precaution to ensure freight is delivered safely to destination. We prepare for every storm with equipment positioning, people, and resource coverage. A heartfelt thank you to our crews who work tirelessly and relentlessly to move Montana's high-quality products, no matter the season. This is BNSF. Last week, the Montana Farm Bureau announced its support of Senate Bill 93 in the state legislature, generally revising ballot issues. State Governmental Affairs Director Rachel Cohn says the bill outlines and fixes issues that were discovered last year during the ballot initiative process. Many people might remember um, Montana Farm Bureau was part of two big coalitions um, full of 
various stakeholders to try and defeat two different ballot initiatives this past summer. And when we were going through that process, it kind of outlined some loopholes in the in the Montana um, ballot process. So Senate Bill 93 offers some updates and modernizations to that ballot process and certainly ones that we support. The two main topics MFBF supports is requiring the proponents of the ballot initiative idea to fulfill reporting requirements and that there should be a full analysis and review of both constitutional and statutory ballot initiatives. Farm Bureau says both kinds of initiatives cost the state resources and implementing this bill ensures those resources are well spent. South Dakota rancher Todd Wilkinson is the new president of the National Cattlemen's Beef Association. Despite the challenges in the cattle industry, including high input costs and drought, Wilkinson says he's encouraged by the strong demand for American beef. I just think that the outlook out there is awesome for the livestock sector, in particular the beef sector, because we've proved one thing. America loves our product. Our consumer likes the quality of what we're producing, and the the rest of the world wants to get a bunch of it. So our ability to go out there and do what we love to do, work on the ground, preserve the ground, make it sustainable, all of that just rolls into a really good situation for the cow-calf sector and the feeder sector for the next four or five years. Back with your markets after the break. Farmers and ranchers work hard, no matter the season. So BNSF never stops working for Montana's farmers and ranchers. Each winter, we face high winds and drifting snow. BNSF takes extra precaution to ensure freight is delivered safely to destination. We prepare for every storm with equipment positioning, people, and resource coverage. A heartfelt thank you to our crews who work tirelessly and relentlessly to move Montana's high-quality products, no matter the season. This is BNSF. Monday's cattle market was higher again as traders seem to be very encouraged and extremely excited about cattle contracts in 2023. This week, it's expected that feedlots will hold out for higher bids. Box beef prices closed higher, choice cuts up $1.83 at $266.57. March feeders up $1.60 at $187.70. April up $1.12 at $191.75. April live cattle up $0.35 cents at $164.47. June up 42 cents at 160.70. April lean hogs down hard, $3.75 lower at 82.72. May down $3.02 at 92.25. Last week, the feeder market was sharply higher at Montana Livestock Auction in Ramsey. Four weight steers from 240 to 270. Five weight steers from 212 to 238. And six weight steers from 197 up to 204. Coal cows traded mostly from 75 to 83 cents per pound. Grain markets were mixed on Monday. There isn't a lot of news to drive wheat markets right now, as Wednesday's World Ag Supply and Demand report probably won't show much of a change for U.S. ending wheat stocks, even as domestic wheat demand has helped keep supplies tight, while export sales have left a little to be desired. March KC winter wheat up three cents at 876, May up two at 868. Minneapolis spring wheat down four cents at nine seventeen in March, May down four at nine dollars and ten cents. March corn up one and a half at six seventy nine, May up two and a quarter at six seventy seven. Soybeans down ten and three quarters in March at fifteen twenty one, May off eleven at fifteen fourteen. Yesterday in Montana, fourteen pro spring wheat was down four cents from eight sixty three to eight ninety nine. 12 Pro winter wheat up 3 cents from 848 to 898. Soft white wheat in Portland unchanged from 840 to 855. On the Northern Ag Network, I'm Brett McRae.